Hi, this is Phil Bronstein, the editor, and you're listening to a San Francisco Chronicle podcast. Oh, yes. Feels good to hear that again, doesn't it? The dulcet tone. Oh, Christ. We've already made a mistake. Five seconds in. It's 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 like like the Niner game. Eight eight seconds in, there's already a picked off pass. Touchdown! Uh, Okay, welcome to Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine Podcast, episode 32. In honor of the juice. In honor of the the juice and all great 32 running backs or players in whatever position. Any baseball players with number 32 on there? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bill. Um, uh, when he played for the Giants, it was Bill Miller was number thirty-two. Was he really? Him. Yes. Ah, nice. Good, good knowledge. knowledge. Well, Sandy Koufax. Really? really? He was 32? 32. He was thirty-two. Nice. Good knowledge. Our thirty-second podcast. So it seems like a hundred, but <laughs> who knows? We have had a, a long layoff. We have. Uh, we Welcome have... back, by the way. How Thank are you? How are you feeling? I'm feeling uh, rested. I felt like I needed that. Needed what? A little break, a little break, and you've, you've you're <laughs> resting and and creating yet another blog. I know your arms must be sore from writing two blogs now. It's a little ironic that I uh, bitch and whine a lot about uh, RSI problems, and then I go start another blog. Yes, what, how can you explain yourself here? Well, let's see. The other blog, TVTM. No, it's not TV. TV. What's <laughs> this? Oh Christ! What is it? What is it called? TV TG. No, right? TG TG TV. Yeah. Oh wow! How many times you plug you plug it ten times you on your bastard you, machine? You think that I would know the name of it? Like at least I got the name of the podcast today, right? I uh, no, I I just put that together because you know you gotta. Um, it's nice to have your like a, your own domain, since Hearst owns mine. He stole <laughs> it from me. You're, uh, we're all just Hearst Chattel. Yeah, Chattel. Chattel. Yes. Thank wow. You. Thank you. Look at that. What was Ken Burns in here last week? What are you doing? Man, so yeah, I did. I did a thing. TGTV, uh, frequently linked on the Bastard Machine. A lot of people have gone over to check in on there. A lot of the Bastard Machine um, regulars, a lot of uh, TV Talk Machine regulars, itching for a uh, uh, return to the TVTM podcast. And you actually have a story of somebody who talked to you. Yes, just yesterday. I said, "When are you guys going to podcast again?" I, a couple people have said that during our long winter break. It or, is very it's, or fall it's, break. It's strange that people actually look forward to the podcast. I I wish them good luck in the rest of their lives. <laughs> it must be all the preparation we put into it, and our our a we we barely get the title right. I, I didn't even get the title right to my new blog, but the, yeah. So I made TGTV because you know I got I want to own my own stuff. I got Google Analytics on there, which I think we should do for the Chronicle. I don't know why we're not. Uh, and just to let you know, twenty six countries have checked into TGTV. Really? Yes. that's very impressive. Yes, and I'm missing five states from the uh, from the U.S. But ever, other than that. Uh, pretty strong. So, yeah, I'm trying to get my own people over there. And then when the Chronicle continues to not pay me any money, I'll just uh, take my ball and go home. Do you, uh, will you be addressing other sort of world issues like Mick LaSalle does on his <laughs> blog? For those what? of us who care about his thoughts yeah, about everything. He, he blogs about everything. Like, will you, will you be doing minutes. that? Will no, we, your political it's, takes? It's and... too much. It's too much chattel. Chattel? No, that's <laughs> chatter. Oh. <laughs> What's chattel? Your own property. Really? Your own property. I learned a word today. There you go. Wow. Ken Burns so they, would be proud of me. <laughs> uh, we had a long layoff. Yes. Do you feel you the were in the Midwest as well? Oh God, yes. I was in I was in Michigan. Took some time off, uh, and and even going forward, this could be our Christmas podcast because God knows I've got two more weeks of vacation coming up, and who knows if I'll be able to drag my sorry ass. In I think here you to need do to, one. you need to call in. 
I should call. Yeah, you want to be here with I'll be uh, here. Manny? I'll be here with Manny, and, I'll and call you in. can call in, and we will uh, do it that way. Yeah, I'll Because call you're in. basically phoning it in anyways. <laughs> I'll, I'll phone in, but it'll be busy because George D. will be calling. <laughs> uh, so George good. D. from the 415. Yeah. We miss him. Yes, and uh, 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 no, J- George D. said on the blog that uh, he has left a question, which we'll probably get to today. Um, yeah, we've had a great cro- crossover to the new blog. Am I pimping the new blog too much? Only four times so far. Do you yes. want a t-shirt for TGTV? <laughs> I can get you one that says TGTV, or if you want, TVTG. I could do that. Either one. I would, or, <laughs> or, or TVTM. You know? Do, do you should uh, start selling some stuff, like a Bill O'Reilly does. I can you sell know, some He does O'Reilly as the O'Reilly Cups. Uh, O'Reilly t-shirts, all that crap on his... That's where he makes some money. Yeah, I could do that. Then I you could, could have premium content. Yes. I could sell Ken Burns water. <laughs> it's still here. It's still... Oh, it. my God. No, I drank that. that was, well, what's, whose water is that over there? I don't know. It's, uh, that's from... That's is a quotidian that, element. Is that Michael C. Hall's water? <laughs> hey, the Michael C. Hall was the last uh, TVTM podcast. Prior to that, it was Amanda Pants. Yes. That seems like so long ago. Oh, by the way, I thank you for reminding me. Yes. Uh, Amanda Pants apparently, and and Bernie can back me up on this, uh, made an appearance on the Mick LaSalle. What? She called in yep. to the Mick LaSalle podcast. That sellout. She's oh, a pod ho. She's a pod ho. That that's we're done with her. I'm like, like, Besides, she'll be calling into <laughs> Tech Talk and Pinoy <laughs> Pinoy Pod next. She's the one calling in saying, "Oh, Manny." Manny, I love it when you talk when you talk tech. Uh, wow, that was that was my that seductive was a, voice. Was that that was a very hideously horrible sounding seductive voice. My my, my thoughts and, and good wishes go to Mrs. Cranky Pants. I sounded like Maud when I did that. <laughs> I was just your B. Arthur. Yeah, I was loving my B. Arthur one. By the way, I want to congratulate you on uh, the holiday shorty rub. Yes, looks very good on you, and it is uh, it is made of uh, real Douglas fir. That's, nice, yes, very it. good. Yes. Very I don't good. go artificial for no, the, my, for my don't. trim. I am in crushed felt, red crushed it's felt very with lovely. a white trim. It could almost be an evening shorty robe. It, it could be, and I wear red well. Uh, you know what? This is actually a good point. This is a good. I can. This is a truism. P. Page, one of the. We've got a caller. She's called in. She's yes. she sang on the TV talk machine. Yes. She's a regular. Possibly con- the all-time greatest call ever. It's it, no question. She has sent me a shorty robe. She sent me a robe. Wow. Yeah. And it's like it's it feels sexy. I should have wore that really? today. Yeah. It's actually not that short. I could do a little uh, hem work on it and shorten yeah. it up. I mean, that's you know. It could not, be your Christmas holiday project. Yeah, all my all my good stuff is in the uh, upper thighs. That's where I got all the muscle be, definition. At least. Like, yeah, you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, right. Have we covered everything? No, we have one more holiday-related uh, topic to get to before yes. we get to the calls or, and the gratuitous amount of emails we have here. I was watching all these Christmas specials, which I do. I'm a sucker for Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. I have all the stuff on DVD, all these great Christmas specials. And, of course, I mentioned this in a post on TGTV. Ding! <laughs> Ka-ching! <laughs> Oh, geez. So anyway, uh, I mentioned this on there. I was talking about what, what are the best all-time great Christmas specials. And I was watching uh, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And I, the Santa in there, uh, Santa's voice. I was doing Santa's voice to my own kids. And I was like, oh, you little brats. Oh, Santa says Mr. Goodman should just get more toys. And then I realized 
that essentially the Santa Claus from Rudolph is actually like a crossing Santa and Bill Walton. Maybe he was. Maybe that's an early voice of his. But early he was still in his uh, stuttering phase then, so he couldn't have done it. Uh, he couldn't have done yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Uh, he just got boy. out of his stuttering. Yeah, and that oh, is... Oh, Santa. <laughs> Rudolph, what are you doing? You're not Donner Blitzen. You can't win on a red nose only. You've got to hustle. <laughs> this is the NBA. We only have room for eight. <laughs> Uh, you know what? People who have never heard Bill Walton have no idea what no, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I think very few. We've had very few little reaction to the Bill Walton. Yeah, though. well, one day we will do the All Walton podcast, and we'll, we will alienate all our listeners. All right, we actually have a, like a, like a, a plethora. A huge of, stack of questions And they're here. dated. They're moldy because we haven't done this in so long. Yes. Uh, thanks to me. All right, so let's, let's get to First it. First question is about Hogan's Heroes at Soul. <laughs> First question is representing... Calgary. Calgary. Or, yes. Or yeah. as my friend from there says, Calgary. We haven't says, read this before, have we? I don't know. You uh, gave me the question okay. two minutes ago. <laughs> no. If, if we've read this before, <laughs> apologies. Jason from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Hi, Sir Tim, question boy, Benny, and question girl. I wanted to weigh in on a couple of things from the last podcast, which was in 1978. Yeah, 1978, yeah. There are a few things on television that I have made me cry, but the end of the Cressetti episode of Homicide is one of them. Ah, that's the one I mentioned, right. I love that series. But I have not watched one episode of The Wire yet. Oh. The first season recorded, but I didn't want to start until I have time to watch it in quick succession. Is it safe to assume that if I loved Homicide, that I will love The Wire as well? Wow, yeah, given even more so, tenfold. Okay, he has a second part to his question. Yes. Also, I live in Canada, and I have been similarly frustrated with the lack of access of American network websites. Mm. My understanding of why this happens is that the American network sells the rights of a show to networks in other countries. For example, NBC sells Friday Night Lights episodes to Global TV in Canada. Mm. As a result, Global has the rights to the show in Canada, and as part of the deal, NBC won't let... Canadians watch the NBC.com content. Wow. <laughs> you know, if we lost all the viewers oh when I God. couldn't get my own blog name right, we've definitely oh, lost them Oh, my now. God. Yeah, this, this is, is like, this, start, this is tech talk. Yeah. This <laughs> Where's Ellen Lee? <clears throat> this also keeps us from buying episodes that we miss, leaving us little choice to use, but to use the alternative online means to catch up. Representing the 403, Jason. In Calgary. In Cal- Calgary. Yeah, you know, you got to watch The Wire. I mean, that's just like, if I've said anything in my career, it's over and over again. I'm, I'm just a, I'm a drum beater for uh, The Wire. you got to do that. And, you know, let me just go back and say, even though the, the tail end of that letter kind of faltered, and there's a possibility we've already read it one time, not a lot of, not a lot of spark in your delivery there. Yeah, go ahead. Have some water right now. Cause <laughs> oh, my God. I was, I was getting drowsy during <laughs> yeah, that, that question. Yeah, you just like, like, it was like you were reading a calculus question. Oh, it was a calculus question. We had a couple of weeks off, but you got to bring your oh, A game. That's awful. That was an awful question. I'm you know sorry. what? You know what we should also note here, now that I'm giving you grief yeah. for being question boy, is since, uh, and he mentioned question girl, uh, uh, the next question girl in line is Jen Go. Jennifer Gomez. She's a local, right? Yes. She will be here in oh, studio. She's going to be in studio. She'll be our, she can come anytime. We can have a phone is, right now. She'll drive up. Does that mean she's underemployed or what? No, she's, uh, really? she's a flexible schedule like me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good spin wow. on that. Thank you. Uh, this is from Jim from, Worch, he says pronounce Wista. Wista. Wista, Massachusetts. It is. The Wista. 508. The fi- <laughs> Probably the greatest first season show was Freaks and Geeks. 
It was very good. Most of that cast has gone on and done great work. Also, when I was a kid, I really liked this show called Bay City Blues about a minor league baseball team that I think was a Stephen Bochco show. It was. Starring Dennis France, correct? I think so. Yes. Uh, at this point, I'll say anything. Yes. Also, there was a couple of decent uh, new shows this season. Life, Journeyman, and Big Bang Theory. <sighs> well, you know, everybody's entitled to opinions. <laughs> the one show that really stands out is Pushing Daisies. Yes. I love this show, and I don't know why. My all-time faves are Homicide, The Wire, The Shield, Tour of Duty, and The Office. So this show does not fit my taste. Please help me figure this out. Also, <laughs> You've gone soft. Also, where are all the fat guys with hot wife sitcoms gone? Oh, Jim. P.S. I cried like a baby, too, when Pembleton showed up at the Bo Felton's funeral. It wasn't Bo Felton, though. I think it was Crosetti. Right. You know what? We've got to put Jason in the what area code is Calgary? Uh, 403. 403. This is the 503. Oh, showdown. 403 versus 503. <laughs> Who really died on that episode of Homicide that made me cry as well? I think it's Crosetti. See, this is a live program now. We could say, call it now. Call tell it us now, everybody. Uh, was there a question in there? Oh, he, God, he wants you to so he, off our he game. He wants you to help him understand why you and you said oh, he's gone soft. He's got well, he's got like, all gritty cop dramas on there, and then he goes for a color saturated pushing daisies. But you know what? It's your sweet side. That's what it is. It's your sweet side coming out in the five hundred three. Great show, pushing daisies. Okay, this is from Ben. Ben present in in the ben, <laughs> present in the creek. Walnut Creek, oh, our old man. stomping ground. So wait, we've got the creek, we got the Vale, we've got uh, Aaron in Twin Peaks, who actually lives somewhere else, right? She lives in. Uh, she lives in somewhere in six five zero land, right? Yeah, that's a. I like Whatever. Aaron from Twin Peaks. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have no idea what she looks like based but, on her blog posts. Yeah, her blog posts are funny. <laughs> All right, the creek. Question. All right, Benny in the creek. Mm-hmm. Hello, Tim. Who now <laughs> needs a good nickname? Question boy, question girl, who isn't Mandy Pants and Nobby. 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 So, this is what it's come to. The talented Andy Richter is now slated for a life of online eBay commercials. <laughs> and he puts in a link. Yes, nice. It's very helpful to a podcast. <laughs> to, and please I'll don't just, I can tell you, read the link to it. <laughs> backslash, backslash. Please tell me that we will see him in something else, be it TV, after the strike, or movies. Or at least that he is making huge money for this bit. That's Andy the first Richard. part of his question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, absolutely, Andy. I know Andy Richards had a terrible run in television, but he's made all, all but one show of his, his is high quality. He'll definitely be back. And, you know, I'm, all, you know, I'm a capitalist. I say if they're going to pay you a lot of money to do an online ad for eBay, take it. Take the money. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with it. Take the money. He's also started a new uh, blog called ARTV. <laughs> all right. Uh, also, why are we seeing more well-known actors working as shills for major <laughs> products? George Clooney voicing Budweiser ads, John C. McGinley as the commission, those Miller Lite ads, Nicole Kidman, those older uh, Chanel ads. Of these, which are your favorite, least favorite, either current or classics? Wow. Oh, complicated. But can I just, just, just <laughs> applause for really bringing the, the delivery that time? <laughs> just... You were a little sleepy early on. That was just, whew, nice. How about Gene Hackman in the, uh, he does the United Airlines ads, didn't he? Does he? he? Yeah. I, you know, you know I, I'm, I'm a big fan of George Clooney in that way. Wink. Wink. Oh, yeah. Even his oh. voice is enough man, to oh, send shivers man. up. Yeah, yeah, man's man. So, uh, and I don't, I don't drink Budweiser, though. It's awful. Do you, Piss uh, water. 
when you hear him on the uh, on the ads, do you unbutton the shorty rib a little bit? Just <laughs> loosen the loosen the tie. Uh, what uh, you know? What I don't mind celebrities doing pitching stuff. It doesn't bother me. I'm a capitalist. Make money, make money, spend money. And you this, don't have any problem with the uh, how, how about, about our, no our, spending. Forget that. How about our favorite uh, band, The Clash? You know, with their you oh, know, yeah. they, their, their pressure drop is now a um, yeah. Was it a Nissan commercial? Yeah. Something like that. Something I don't like care. You know, just why not? make the money. They, they earn it. Feist, ton of stuff for iPod. No problem. Make the money. Make the money and spend the money. It's what make America great. Wow. Okay. Final question from Benny in the Creek. During oh, the strike. another one? Yeah, three. Christ. Do we How give everybody three out? questions? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Jeez. During the strike, I understand the writers have been given the pencils down advice. Does this roll over to meetings? For example, if something like a spec script was completed and sent to networks prior to the strike date... Can the writers now accept meetings with producers and networks to discuss the project, even if there is an understanding that, if approved, the project will be put on hold until after the strike? Thanks for your time. In the shorty, Benny, not Bernie, in the creek. Nice. In the shorty. That, the, shorty's the shorty taken off. Yeah. <clears throat> You're getting them for Christmas. Like P. Page has got me one. Wow. That's nice. Uh, that is a good question. I think... I don't think anybody would be taking meetings right now because I think that it's just... It's just acrimony right now. But, yeah, I don't think that's illegal. I think you could do that. Probably if it's been penned already, they've already met anyway. But What do you think of Carson Daly? Uh, Screw Carson Daly. You know is what? anyone watching that show? You know what? He's unfunny. He's untalented. He's a tool. He can play golf well. That's fine. You know what? Don't be, oh, I caved to pressure. You know, NBC told him to come back. You know why? Because they, they figure if you're the first guy who comes back, people will watch you. And since they're not watching him now, maybe he'll gain an audience. Yeah, the same pressure was applied for, on ABC to have Jimmy Kimmel come back, and he didn't do it. Carson Daly, come on. <clears throat> why? That's, that why? show's unwatchable He's just anyway, absolutely so. a, a gigantic slab of vanilla. Why? He is, yes. I never understood the, the attraction there. Now who? Yeah. He's just, like kind of a Dick Clark, like a less well, you got the savory first, Dick you got Clark. the first part, right? Wow, look at you. Oh. You're a Carson Daly hater. Unleash the dogs. Randy writes in, Hello, Tim. She's writing about she? new old Christine. Randy, so Randy with an I. Oh. <laughs> new old Christine. I've been wondering where it went. Please tell me it hasn't been canceled. Thank you, Randy. No, it hasn't. It's on the bench for midseason. Whenever the midseason will come around, it will be there. Here's yet another Cupid question from Mike in Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh? Yes. North Carolina. Uh, God's country. <laughs> You've never been God. there. Have you ever been there? No, but it's 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 God's country, North North Carolina. That's what they call it. Um, everybody calls himself God's. No, they country. don't. Does Every... Pittsburgh call itself God's Absolutely. country? That's Steel Country. Yeah, no, God, it's got God's nothing country. to do with Pittsburgh. Oh. Seriously, five rings, my friend. Oh yeah, five from San Francisco too. All right, well, all right. You want a little of this? See, what's your record this year? Oh, you know what? Hey, not, way to way to put up a stand against the <laughs> Patriots. <laughs> More of a stand than the Niners could have put up. Yeah, well, yeah. Kick us when we're down. Well, I'll kick you, you know what? down you're just, and up. We're just killing time right now. Yes, Let's we are. get this question Sir in. Sir Tim, you made a mention in the TVTM Amanda Pants Part 1. My goodness. That was about that, eight years ago. <laughs> that Cupid is, a, is one short-running show that you would recommend on DVD. Yes. I could not find it available on DVD. Did you make a mistake? If no. so, my apologies. <laughs> And if it's not available yet, is there someone you know at Sony who can tell you why it's not on DVD yet? What's the holdup? <laughs> is this a pissing contest between Sony and ABC Disney? I mean, there's so much crap out there on DVD. Couldn't they just find the money to pop this quality show out on DVD? 
Just wondering. Thanks, Mike from Raleigh, God's country. Mike from Raleigh. Uh, you know what? Uh, Do you know somebody over there at Sony? Why I could have been wrong. I could have. Seriously, I've been wrong before many times over. Um, I would check TV shows on DVD.com because uh, I don't know. That's a great site, by the way. It's also a rallying cry. You can go on there and, and register, and, and people actually in the industry pay attention to it. It's a it's like a clearinghouse for people who want to see DVDs. You but know what it, else is a great site? <laughs> TGTV. You know it doesn't Ka-ching. make any sense though because if you Google that up, you get some kind of like European broadcast network because it's my, it's actually Tim Goodman at blogspot.com. <laughs> Do you want me to say that again? You want a t-shirt well, with that on? Absolutely. It? I'm having it tattooed on my wrist so I can just look at it during the podcast. <sighs> All right. All right. This is from Kevin. Kevin We're asking present. about the uh, writer strike. All right. Reading your column today... I'm on a writer's strike. <laughs> Clearly. Well, he's saying, reading your column today, and it was dated <laughs> Friday, November 9th. Oh. Oh. Rudolph. What are you doing on that podcast? You've got to bring it. It's staler than old cheese. <laughs> reading your column today gave me an idea for another column. Mm. I watch Thanks. quite a bit of TV... Much of it's scripted TV with good writers. Weeds, Tell Me You Love Me, Boston Legal, nope. Heroes. Uh, mistake there. <laughs> All right. Good writers. All right. Uh-huh. But there's also a lot of awful TV out there. Yes. Dirty, Sexy Money, etc. Oh. Shows that you check out just once and think, who the hell thought this would work? <laughs> so are the writers for those shows just untalented? Or are they required to write badly for what is a lousy show in order to keep working? Wow. I would like to see you write about this with interviews, maybe. I hope this interview interests you. <laughs> with interviews? Yeah. He doesn't know, he doesn't yeah, know about what I do. Apparently not a uh, long-time fan. <laughs> uh, as I've said many times, there's no money in sources. Yes. Uh, you know what? That is actually a really good question because it's very, very complicated. Uh, very talented writers work on mediocre shows. Sometimes, you, you know, just trying to get a paycheck. You just got to pay the rent. It's very hard to get on a cast or a writing cast. Uh, staff. Staff. Thank you. Uh, but once you're on there, and, and if the show goes well, you're kind of stuck on there. And so you can either get your own show, you jump off, you get in, you find some leads, jump on. A, a lot of times you're writing, you're you're doing trying to do good work for a mediocre show, and the and the and the sort of what you were able to pull off has to be done in the framework of the show. So well, wasn't uh, I was trying to think wasn't uh, Haggis before he did your favorite oh, yeah. show though he went worked for a couple of crappy Haggis shows. has worked yeah Paul Haggis worked for a bunch of crappy shows. David Chase worked for bad shows. Uh, um, you know, <clears throat> um, Mitch Sorkin. Hurwitz, who did Arrested Development, wrote for Golden Girls. Now, Golden Girls is funny in its own way, but yeah, it's not like you're, you know, it's not like a, it's not going to go down in history as a great sitcom, and yet he makes one of the great sitcoms of all times. So, yeah, you can work on a bad show and end up, you know, you know, you and I worked for a mediocre newspaper, and now we work for the pinnacle Absolutely. of Bay Area journalism. Yes. Do we, are we also required to say nice things about Channel 5 again? No, we no, already no. Did the- no, I think, I think we sold them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my dad actually played a couple podcasts for him because, of course, he's incapable of, of listening to Oh, yeah, this, to, you know. yeah to work on the And he, uh, he laughed. They thought it was funny and everything, but he said about 15 minutes in the show, he goes, well, when do you guys answer the questions? <laughs> he's, just, he's unclear on the concept. Yeah, I'm unclear on the concept. Did you say, Dad, the, the, the questions are merely a prop? Oh, he, or you should have said, you know what? Wait till segment two. Yes. And he said, uh, ask the question then that everybody asks. Who the hell listens to this? Who listens to this? Because our wives don't listen to this. No. no. No, at all. This is a question from Derek about Eli Stone. Hey, Tim. Wow. 
Any idea what happened to the show? Just curious if ABC will give it a run. Can't be any worse than Women's Murder Club. Or could it? No, Derek. it couldn't. Uh, and it could not be any worse than that. Uh, it's on the bench for midseason. We will see it on ABC, especially now that there's a strike and there's nothing coming up. So we will see Eli Stone. Well, here's a second question from Mike from Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> no, really? Yes. Same one? Did I double Mike, print it? You, no, no. It's, a, it's another question from Mike. Really? Yeah. Is it? Well, Mike wrote a question on Thursday, November 8th, and uh-huh. this is he's a more updated one on the uh, November 26th. Mike has oh. a lot of TV questions. Well, you know what? At least he, he, he gave it you know, a 19 days break. Yes, so he's probably thinking a different we... question. All right, okay, well, bring it. God's country. Sir Tim. Yes. Are we the only country on Earth God's switching country. to digital TV in 2009? If so, why? Is this a swindle by the TV makers, or is this all for the good of television? Just wondering cynically. Sincerely, Mike and Raleigh. Go Bears. I'm sorry, go Death Spiral Bears. Bears fan, yes. Yes. Uh, no, we're probably the last country on, on television, or on... So. We've set a record for all-time verbal gaffes. <laughs> you get you take a couple of weeks off. We had it's like rusty. A, it's rusty. very ru- yeah. I'm rusty. I, I'm I'm flabby. I'm rusty. Uh, we're I would like the, we're like the last country on earth to go to to a, to HD. Yeah, something like that. All right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Here's another question. I'm you know what? I'm, I'm already on. I feel like I'm already on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Here's one of our old friends, Aaron in Oakland. Yes, Aaron, the the man, the Aaron. male, with with spelled A R A N. Yes, and, and you've, you know what? Kudos to you, my friend, for not butchering that a third or fourth time. Right. His he's writing about uh, who writes Ryan Seacrest's blurbs. Why isn't this person striking? Sir Tim, a qu- a show like MythBusters isn't pure improvisation, is it? Doesn't someone have to come up with the show outlines and scripts for the talent to say at key points? Mythbusters, for example, has that narrator who explains certain scientific principles. Isn't there a writer coming up with his stuff? On American Idol, Ryan Seacrest is clearly reading off a teleprompter when doing introductions to the show. Someone must write those. Shouldn't the people who write these elements for, quote, reality shows be in the WGA? Why aren't they striking? Well, they're not in the WGA. That's the problem. The uh, Writers Guild of America wants uh, reality people to be in it because they are scripted. And everybody who's got a brain in this country knows... Not just like reality, not just, uh, stuff like Mythbusters does have writing in it clearly, and, and uh, many of those, uh, w- what I call unscripted fare, has stuff written on it. But reality shows like uh, you know Bachelor and all that stuff, that they have stuff written too. Those are all plots plotted out. So yeah, they're all trying. They're, that's one of the issues they're trying to get them into the Writers Guild. There's a question from David about The Office. Present. I used to love this show. Mm-hmm. This season, my wife and I are both suffering from too much Michael Scott. Mm. Now that the show frequently leaves the bubble of the Scranton branch of Dunder Mifflin, I am having more trouble suspending my disbelief that this man wouldn't have been fired years ago. <laughs> Maybe they've been rationing up the incompetence out of the need to have the character develop, or is it just hard to find new ways for him to screw up? Yeah, there's a little bit of that. But also, like, you know, if, if you're if you're if you're going <laughs> to debate whether you're going to watch the show based on whether this guy would have been fired or not. It's like, just... Dude, that's, that's the whole premise <laughs> of the show. the whole point, yeah. yeah you you uh, suspend a disbelief on moment one. Then... Yeah, no. Uh, but, it, yeah, there's a little bit... He can be more, definitely more overwhelming. I love, I love him. But he can be more overwhelming than Ricky Gervais was as David Brent. So, yeah. yeah. This is a message from Hayes in 
Milwaukee, Wisconsin. My really? Old yes. Hayes. How do you say it? How do you pronounce that name? H A Y S. Really? So like his last name? name is Goodman. Actually, Hayes. I never Goodman? read last names. Yeah, Hayes Goodman. Maybe it's a relative. Wow. In Wisconsin, now we don't know anybody from. We're we're all East Coasters. Thank you for brotherhood. He says. Just wanted to sincerely thank you for letting your readers and, of course, me know about Showtime's Brotherhood. I would never have even heard of it if not for you, as I don't get Showtime. But I gave it a chance and just finished season one thanks to Netflix. Remarkable. Tommy and Michael Caffey. And thanks to you, I'm telling every one of my friends about it. The first series to stick with me to this extent since The Sopranos, with much appreciation, Hayes in Milwaukee. Look at that. Nice wow. letter of Very thanks. nice. Thank you, Hayes Goodman. Maybe we are related. Maybe we're not. Uh, yeah, Brotherhood, Brotherhood is great. I think there's been some squabbling about the ending of this last season. but yeah, That's nice. You know, yeah. some, a lot of people come in and call in to rip you, or you get emails saying you suck about this, but that's nice. Someone taking the moment. I don't get any of those emails. <laughs> <laughs> people love me. Well, those are me who said yeah, you. you. So it's just you calling in over and over again, emailing. By the way, and plus you just hate reading email like that. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't too bad. No, it's okay. It wasn't okay. too bad. All right. Dear Mr. Goodman. Mr. Goodman. From Mike in Denver. Wow. Again, Arrested. every state. Arrested Development in the Wire. I just read your two, December 2004 article, The Wire and Arrested Development. Too smart to make it article. Mm. I couldn't agree more, sir. <laughs> I wish more people read your article and took your advice. I couldn't be more excited to hear that The Wire Season 5 is coming out in January. I'm sure you get countless emails like this. Oh, God. <laughs> but I just read your article and enjoyed it so much, I had to write you and say so. I'm looking for more articles by you in my spare time now. <laughs> Keep up the great work and know that you have a new dedicated reader in Denver. Thank you. Oh, I can't read the last line. I cannot read the last line. Thank you for your brilliant writing. Oh, wow. Mike yes. in Denver. Thank you, Mike in Denver. Can I go through the email and pick them out? No. So. You know, just, they're all like that. Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, He's going to come here and give you a sponge bath. Uh, I did not put them back to back like that because I know how you don't like any positivity coming my way. So I did not put it back to back. It was just a fluke. But thank you, Mike in Denver. That was very kind. This no, is from... You know, people don't just hate like you do. I don't hate. Yeah, you hate. I don't hate. All right. I'm hating your shirt right now. (laughs) (laughs) Just look at the robe. It's always sunny. This is from Patrick. Sir Tim, QB, and Nobby. I have been thoroughly enjoying the podcast and blog since moving to the Five and Dime a few months ago. Yes. Uh I'm a huge TV fan. (laughs) Is that the comment on his size or just a big... Hey, hey now. I'm a huge TV fan watching way too much stuff for the normal person. Mm -hmm. My question for the podcast involves my favorite show on FX, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. You never mentioned this over-the-top, cringe-inducing comedy, which brings strong performances from the three youngsters in the show, plus some classic stuff from DeVito. What gives? (laughs) This show is one of the few on the telly that induce laugh-out-loud moments. And the stuff they get away with makes the shenanigans that Tracy Morgan attempts on 30 Rock tame at best. Oh. So what's your take on Sonny? Late. Patrick. Late. Meaning like later? Like late. Yes. Late. Wow. Brit. Brit. Late. Uh, what's wrong with Patrick? I'm, I've been on, like, yeah, I'm been the biggest the, fan yeah, yeah. Of, of Sonny. In fact, I had to do the hard, I had to do the hard chore. Because those guys, I know those guys, and we've hung out and had drinks and... 
And uh, they like me. And I was one of the first ones on the bandwagon. And I had to do the difficult task this year of kind of saying, you know what? Not as funny this year. That's right. I remember that. It was early in the season. See, that's why you can't, you can't get close to those people because you got to turn on them in a, like a moment's notice, which you and I, we have that relationship because we can't get close because we will turn on each <laughs> exactly. other. Exactly. It's like it too ugly. All but right, I am is... a fan of, uh, I, I do write a lot about Sonny. And Sonny, I, I, you know, Sonny did get better, but the first couple of, woo, not that good. Now, the, the anticipation of the wire is growing. Oh, yeah. Exponentially. Yes. And you noticed the, you mentioned the other day that there's finally seemed to be promoting it. Yes. And Jennifer writes in, has the final season of The Wire been filmed already? The hubby and I are on the verge of panic that we might not get our fix in January. Thanks for all you do. We love the blog and the column. Jennifer. I'm starting to sound like Regis. Regis! <laughs> you are Gelman! <laughs> you are kind of barking over there. But I like it. You've come alive. Uh, yes, The Wire is completely filmed. All ten episodes uh, for the finale are done. I have you, the first You've six. started writing, uh, watching, correct? No, I haven't. I'm probably going to interview David Simon maybe for a podcast. So, um, But as, as someone warned me on The Bastard Machine, every time I get too far ahead, when it comes time for me to deconstruct it, I've forgotten everything, so I've got to rewatch it again, and then I bitch and moan about it in the blog. Surprise. So uh, no, it shows you can watch un- a couple times. Oh yeah, like it's. I've been watching stuff from season one again. It's just so good. All in the game. Oh man. My oh. wife said she. Christine said she will try to watch it this year. I'm good. Try and get, good. get her on early. Oh, it's just it's absolutely fantastic. You think Nobby's got any uh, phone calls for us? Oh, I think he has calls for the last several months. Greetings, Sir Tim, Question Boy, any possible Question Girl, and Benny, Bernie, Manny, Nobby, the Podfather, Evangelista. It's George D. from the 415. Uh, I hope all is well in the podcast. Um, Sir Tim, I know you're not a huge fan, but the strike has me worried about Scrubs. I've heard that they have the first 12 uh, episodes of an 18-episode order in the can, but if the strike isn't resolved in time to have the final six scripts for spring, is there a chance NBC or someone might finish the last six episodes possibly over the summer or next year? I appreciate it, and remain, as always, a loyal bastard. Bye-bye. George D. Always represent. Got good knowledge, too. He's got the whole crew here. He's, got, uh, he's worried about our fate here in the pod cave, which is justifiable. Uh, it's a good question. Do you think he's one of many sort of sitting shiva for uh, scrubs right now? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we're, in the, we're in the Hanukkah season. It so is. It was out. totally appropriate. It's so good. The question, I think, is good because... It could go either way. I think that they, if if it goes too long, they're not going to want to shell out more money for Scrubs because it's not doing that great. On the other hand, the reason it was brought back for this last and final season was because they have enough now for syndication. So my feeling is they'll get it done one way or the other, even if they have to sort of like write and produce the other ones, and you know, in a closet and it doesn't get on the air. They'll get it for the for the DVD and also for um, for syndication. Hey, Tim, question boy, Martin in San Francisco. I listened to the first installment of the uh, Question Girl podcast, and I got to tell you, I'm a little underwhelmed. Um, After all the hype and build-up, will she show up, won't she show up? And then this shows, I'm like, meh. It's a little, uh, it's a little, you know, too much sizzle, not enough steak. And it turns out she doesn't have cable and a crappy TV. I mean, give me a break. Uh... I got to tell you that it's not uh, it's not looking good so far. It kind of smacks like the uh, Brady Bunch bringing in cousin Oliver at the end. I don't know. Uh, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Thanks. 
Hey, Sir Tim, question boy, and uh, knob boy, uh, Martin, San Francisco. Um, I got to apologize for the last comment I made. When I read off and said it wasn't as good as it could have been. Uh, mea culpa. It wasn't bad. Um, this whole strike thing's got me, you know, twisted around. I'm envisioning five nights a week of a deal or no deal, and uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's freaking me out. Anyway, um, just wanted to say, you know, like all liberals in San Francisco, I'm a little intolerant of others, so, you know, sorry. Um, and I'd like to close by saying, Amanda Pants, get cable. Thanks a lot, guys. Wow. Oh, look at look what the victims and what the victim of the uh, the writers' strike here. He's all twisted. He's around. twisted up. Yeah. But I think based on the sound of the second call, someone might have gone to the bong. I... It just <laughs> <laughs> didn't he sound much more less agitated, yeah. more relaxed, more God contemplative, bless, right re- yeah, reflective. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, he had a sorry, a little hunger in his voice. <laughs> but here's the great thing, though. He still had it out for Amanda, because he's right. Get cable, get a better TV set. <laughs> yes. And you know what? He, he doesn't even know that she went out and hoed out for uh, oh my LaSalle. God. we got to give him uh, uh, Mick LaSalle's phone oh, number. Oh, so he can call in and... Yeah. and, and Maybe she's listening to that Beat one. some ass on yeah. that side. Yeah. doesn't matter. We're getting Jen going here. We're moving on. Hi, this is Jeremy from Portland, which is a suburb of Ashland, Oregon. Uh, little known. Uh, I'm calling with a comment for uh, Tim, Question Boy, and uh, Fanny Evangelista. <laughs> um, wow. I was listening to the Question Girl podcast, and uh, I uh, noticed uh, she corrected Question Boy about Night Stalker, how it had to be called Cold Shack the Night Stalker. And I was wondering if, if question why I might have been referring to the ABC's more recent remake of the show, which in fact was called Night Stalker and not Cold Track the Night Stalker. So if that was the case, then Question Girl has a little bit of explaining to do in front of her 12-inch uh, <laughs> little toy television set, sort of like an easy bake oven, whatever it is that she plays with there. And when she convinces herself she's a TV viewer. Um, okay, well, that's the main thing. So I'll leave you in your shorty robes wishing I was there. All right, bye. Oh, it's good <laughs> anger. Wow. <laughs> people are ang- This is the only audience in America. People are, will mock you for the size of your television set yes. and not having cable. And that's why I love them. Yes, these are these are the peeps. Jeremy also sort of a shout out to us at the end. I wish wish he was he, he wishes he was here in the pod cave with us in the shorty rope. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. Yeah. I think that he, he probably wouldn't want to do that. No. Uh, although, again, I said you're Before, looking not smoke. until I trim. Yeah, 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 until you <laughs> do a little work. But uh, nobody really wants to see us in our in our. Nobody does. Nobody that. really does. Even our wives really well, don't. They, well, they, it's clearly that they don't. But uh, maybe somebody else does. Hey, Tim at all. Uh, this is Yvette from East Bay. Thanks a lot for answering my question about uh, BSD, or kind of answering it. I was thinking um, about how I met your mother and what I believe is the fundamental miscasting of Ted. It seemed to me that the show was originally conceived to be kind of a romantic comedy with the two kind of all-American beauties as the leads, but they cast the wrong guy as the all-American 
guy lead. And so now the second bananas, the wonderful Jason Siegel and Alison Hanrahan have kind of taken over as the leads of the show. And I guess my question was, uh, do you agree with that? And then the second part is, um, can you think of other shows where it seemed that a bad casting mistake has led to other people, other characters, taking over the focus of the show? I guess probably one example I can think of off the top of my head would be Bionic Woman, um, from what I've heard. All right, thanks a lot. Bye. Wow. I think she used et al. Yes. Instead of saying Nobby and gone down the list. So that's too highbrow for us almost. But she's that, you know what? Scary amount of knowledge. If, you know, yes. She could really outshine us. Yeah. Good could, deconstruction of how I met your mother. Yeah, really good. And, <laughs> really? Are you, you going to be hostile to her? I think it's the previous caller's anger that's uh, seeping back into you. I wonder how big her screen is. I, th- I bet it's big. <laughs> she's, you know, here's the thing. I think that Is was a smart question. And, but here's the, here's the weird thing. I think that guy's good looking. The dude who's the lead on uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, I, I did, that did not resonate with me. Yeah, I think that... Uh, uh, or how about her question about uh, other people who have been miscast or, or, or other, other characters kind of taking over a show? Yeah, and, and a great example of Bionic Woman, because I think uh, Katie Sackhoff definitely was taking over that. That was clear. How about uh, Just Shoot Me, David Spade on Just Shoot Me, Minor character, then it becomes a major. Yeah, character. but he's not. I think it was she had more. This was like kind of a beauty question, like the oh, look, do I the see. looks. It could be an acting because I think the guy's a decent actor. Um, but I think he's a good-looking guy. I don't know. I, I that didn't strike me on on that series. But it's um, yeah, you know, maybe that's something I should do more of a blog item on because I think that's a thoughtful question that deserves which, less of a flippant answer. Which blog would you do that on? <laughs> Oh, you are the one, sir. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? This one obviously somebody dialed your number and didn't know they dialed it. It sounds like they're falling down the stairs. Yeah, what do they got in their pocket? Like a bunch of hammers? (laughs) (laughs) They've got a bunch of your leads. Well, he's about as coherent as the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> Sounds like you're walking through three feet of snow. <laughs> wow. But yet they had the number on some sort of uh, speed, speed dial or something, so they, they had a question about television, but, but they the, weren't but able they just to... had to fall down a bunch of stairs with coins in their pocket. Before this is an apropos ending to the podcast. Yes. Oh. 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 oh, oh, ouch! Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> is he? <laughs> is he gonna rally? <laughs> oh, maybe he's maybe he's fumbling through old copies of uh, my columns to prove me how wrong I've been. So many questions today, man. Uh, props to uh, Bernie, Manny, Nobby for taking all calls without prejudice. Absolutely. He said, <laughs> I will listen to this man's call t- just in case he's got a question at the end of it. <laughs> just in case he's, <laughs> he survives the fall. He survived the and, fall. and has a question about television at the bottom of the stairs. We could have heard a man die on the podcast. I know. He could have been in a trunk somewhere, too. Right. He could have been in a trunk. Yeah. Let me out. <laughs> Let me out. I have a question. When is the wire coming back? <laughs> Unlike the two men who died at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> oh, man, we were rusty. The only thing that was crisp during this whole podcast was both of our shorty robes. Oh, yeah. 
Styling. Fresh from fresh from the dry cleaner. Styling. Yeah. Well, we did one of the things we almost never do in this podcast. We stopped recording to check our calendars, and it's true. This will be the final TVTM podcast for 2007. Because, uh, Joe, tell us why your excuse is. My excuse is that I will be at a fellowship next week for, <laughs> for mid-career journalists. A mid-career? <laughs> really? Yes. That's just assuming that... I always thought you were at the end of your career. <laughs> it was, that happened a couple <laughs> years ago. Actually, one of the things we're going to learn how to professionally podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we're, we're sunk now. Oh, God. It's about using video and the new media tools. New media tools. God, yes. And you've learned a lot of... You have to unlearn a lot of things oh, that God. you've learned here as we do our yes. makeshift. Hopefully no one is... None of my uh, fellow attendees will have listened to any of these. No, I'm sure they haven't. Uh, and Benny, you won't be here because of why? Well, I'm, I'm gone the week of Christmas, so because I have to take a break from manning the knobs here. You know, it's very taxing <laughs> on my fingers. Yes, it is. Uh, and I'm leaving because I just, I'm always gone. I'm almost yes. never here. I have right. an endless resource of... Uh, but we can find out about what you're up to on your <laughs> second blog. <laughs> on TGTV. But in our place, I will have some Tim Goodman classics. As Benny says. Tim How can Goodman. you choose among them? <laughs> How can you choose a witch classic podcast to throw up to keep the, the listeners happy? Maybe the audience can suggest a few. This, all your oh, celebrity you broadcasts, your Colbert. Oh, that's um, a good idea. Yes. Which one do you want to hear through the holidays? And we're back in January, but we do want to say uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And Happy uh, Kwanzaa, of course. And Kwanzaa and, and uh, Hanukkah. Hanukkah, uh-huh. just ending now. Happy New Year. Anything else, Benny? Uh, Malagaing Pasco. See? Yeah. Yep. And uh, enjoy whatever holidays you celebrate, whatever, and and Happy New Year. Happy Solstice as well. Happy Solstice. To the pagans. To the the pagans. (laughs) And we'll see you all in 2008.